Welcome, welcome, welcome to another exciting episode of Belly of the Beast. I'm Brandon Lou, Brandon Lou, along with the mighty Alicia. And we are romping and stomping our way through New York's culinary scene. Yes, we are. Oh man, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm going to cut you off. He's Ooh. always fucking excited. Every episode, this man is <laughs> excited. And I am excited. I don't know <laughs> if it comes across in my voice. It it does, dear. I, I We can we can all see that you trying to just leash your barely contained just excitement. But I'm excited because today's episode is going to center and focus on one of my favorite foods. Ooh. Um, it's true. This episode is ramen-centric. And if you've ever watched Naruto, we mean that ramen and not cup of noodles. I am not speaking <laughs> of cup of noodles. Neither is Brandon Liu. And our monstrous bellies are not going to be satisfied by that unless it's made by the cup of noodle guy who I think is on YouTube. And his whole channel is about finessing the shit out of this cup of ramen. He does a great job and I would want to taste his finessed ramen. Because yeah, cup of noodles is not even bad. Yeah, I don't do that. Plus, we <laughs> go to restaurants, and unless we're going to restaurants with our cups in hand, it was impossible that we'd be talking cup of noodle anyway. Exactly. And so, we're talking about that Naruto Uzumaki-style ramen. And honestly, I am batshit crazy about ramen. I'm head over heels in love with it at all times. If you have ramen... Odds are I've already noticed your ramen, noticed what kind of ramen you have, and probably judging you about the extra stuff that you put in there because honestly, no corn does not go in it. So let's jump in, <laughs> Mr. Brandon Liu. Why don't you take it away? I, I kind of stole the shine from you there. No, let's I don't do mind. Some... No, let, let, let's just let's just talk. Let's just. I didn't mind. That's what, that was what instinct called out for you to do, and so let's just follow that instinct. I needed to talk about my love of ramen. Um, I I love anime, but I'm not like a huge Naruto fan. It was annoying to me. Like we we you can yell at me about that in uh, on our page if you want. But um, the ramen always looked especially especially good on in Naruto, like. In fact, I find that I'm exposed to a lot of new Japanese foods through anime because it looks so delicious that I just want to eat it. Like watching Food Wars was torturous, man. Like I absolutely wanted that potato bacon wrapped thing that the guy made what in was, like season one. What, what was your first food, I guess? In anime specifically, not 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 cartoons that I wanted not, to eat. Yeah, when you see when you see food in anime, like your food, your 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 thoughts now may be different than the first time you saw. Wow, that's a tough question. I'm trying to think back to like my early because it is distinguishingly different looking. Yeah, than when you're watching, you know, Tom and Jerry in their Thanksgiving spread. You know what it? You know what? You know what it's actually up, and it's really <laughs> funny. I didn't really start noticing because I'm thinking back to the first animes that I watched that that question really made me think because I, I wasn't sure so I'm just like where did I start watching anime they all have food in it and of course some of my first anime was like Sailor Moon and like Dragon Ball Z and sushi 
was one of the first things that I was interested in because Serena ate sushi. She was obsessed with sushi. She got sushi every day for lunch. I had the Sailor Moon books. And there was this kid named, I think, Melvin in their class or something. And Melvin was in love with her because Usagi was beautiful. And she would always take Melman's extra helping of sushi. And so as a young girl, I was just like, yo, I need to try sushi. Like, it's just raw fish. Why are you bugging out <laughs> about this raw fish? They didn't even season it, sis. What are you doing? And so I wanted to, and my parents made it seem like sushi was expensive people food. You only got sushi if you had, like, money to burn. And so I was just like, so wait. So she's just getting bougie bitch food in her school cafeteria i never had that feeling about sushi one my school cafeterias don't do that two i need to get my hands on this bougie bitch sushi so that i know what it's about no my first sushi came from ninja turtles and like if a rat who lives in the sewers (gasps) raising four turtles can eat sushi then i gotta be able to eat sushi yo and you know what with tmnt specifically i the sushi never fucking stood out to me there was pizza on the scene yeah. They love pizza. That's the and I'm a New Yorker. That's the only thing. The pizza is what stood out to me. I didn't even I forgot all about there even being sushi on TMNT. No, see that 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 that's that was my introduction because like you're right. It always stood out and the turtles hated sushi. Like wow. it'd be like it would be like um uh, uh Oh, was the eating. weird food master Splinter was always exactly. eating. And, and see, as I was a little kid. It didn't even translate as a thing. I was like, that's that weird food Master Splinter's always yeah. eating instead of fucking pizza like a normal nigga. Nah, I was still Get some interested. pizza, Master Splinter. I was still interested. Get this healthy pizza up in you <laughs> is where I was as a little kid. Um, but yeah, and one of the other formative foods that I found on anime that made me want to taste it, like I thought about Dragon Ball Z, but you never really saw what the food was exactly. until like it, they they focus a lot more on it in Super because Beerus and Whis are obsessed with food. Earth's food is the only thing that saved us from being destroyed by Beerus. Beerus yeah. was just like, oh no, this planet is worthy because they have food. But Super didn't come around until much later. And I have to say, Yu Yu Hakusho's food didn't stir me. There wasn't a lot of shots of food. I feel like the animation over the years, and this is across all generations but the quality of the animation has upgraded since then yeah a lot of times when we look at food scenes in older shows whether it be Yu Yu Hakusho or Dragon Ball Z Dragon Ball Z I didn't so much notice the food it as much as I noticed how much there how was much they it. were consuming yeah whereas for me I would think my first like eye-opening experience when it came to anime and uh, culture, food culture in Japan was probably uh, spirited away. Like food I was, was a big oh, thing. Fuck you, there. because I was coming full circle to fucking say it was a long circle. It was, so it was, was my, I, I decided to jump in. <laughs> uh huh. You cut me off. I get to it. it was really spirited away. Spirited away and Howl's Moving Castle. I still haven't seen. Whoa, that bacon Sophie cracked out in Howl's Moving Castle. I was like, bitch, that's as a black person. I looked at that and I was like, bitch, that's not even bacon. That's like bacon steak. I don't know what that <laughs> that is beyond bacon. That's what I'd call it for that call it if I was branding it. Like I that You can't was, call it that now. Beyond bacon would mean like it's made out of plants. Oh fuck that. So <laughs> sorry. 
that's unkind. There may be vegetarians and vegans who listen to this show, and we are gonna do. We are gonna hit some vegan restaurants. You are One not day. left out. We fuck with you, but God damn it, I want pork, and that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that slice of bacon, that slab rather of bacon that Sophie put into that pot to feed her wizard was the thickness of that bitch forearm. I was just like, now calcify. How you about to even cook that? So good. Yes, but spirited away. The when her when her parents got sucked in to that food, I was a fat little girl. And I'm not saying that to shade myself. I was overweight. And it was because I enjoyed food. I straight up wanted to get caught in that trap. I was like, I see that it's a trap. But and I, I raise you that I don't give a fuck. <laughs> All that no, I see why they got caught. And they deserve to turn into pigs. And I'd be oinking along with them because, honey, that fool look good. <laughs> and when No Face had his feast, baby. <laughs> I was just like, now see, they know how to treat motherfuckers. How are you? How are you bringing out a serving platter of food that is so big it requires four children to lift? Stop! Bring me that food. Bring me the children as well. I'm about to save them. Children shouldn't be serving me like this. What are you doing? Get these kids out of here. So let me ask you <laughs> another anime-related question. Since we in here, wouldn't like knee deep in anime Yo, references. Oh, how did this happen? This it's is all belly right. of no, the no, no. This is not this is belly the of the going. weeb. Oh, nice. Well done. I see what you did there. Okay. But let me let me ask. Um, I still haven't seen. I've seen like an episode or two of Food Wars. I haven't seen all of it like you have. Oh my! Now God. we are not. We are not here to talk about the whole season or the show or the. I just want to know. Ask me, bro. I just want to know. What are you about to ask me? Favorite food out of Food Wars? <laughs> pick one. Pick one. You cannot. I don't want to hear a top five. No, you're no. You're wrong about the show. I don't even. Under, I don't even know because the foods that they come up with on Food Wars are so fantastical and incredible you've never eaten most of them like which one do you want most then which one looked the most okay i don't there's so much i oh okay okay (laughs) (laughs) yo you you should see the way that she's grabbing the temples of my head right now just so do you remember when we went to the palm court Yes. And how fancy the food was. Yes, it was just a couple of uh, episodes ago, so feel free to go back and listen to that if you haven't heard it before. Yes, link will be in this episode for that episode if you missed it. But part of the allure of the food at the Palm Court was that they used these specialty techniques that resulted in an amalgamation and marriage of flavors and textures that in addition to being tasty was highly unusual. I'm thinking of the egg thing that wasn't an egg thing. Right, it wasn't. Only the the shell itself was the only part that was egg. The egg shell was a cup. Almost. Yeah, and but it looked like it had caviar it. inside and it wasn't. It was like a peach jelly. Yes. But they had distilled it so that it looked like caviar and they had used molecular gastronomy. So all of Food Wars, you're basically saying, is similar to this kind of technique. It, that- it gets more advanced and like that the deeper you get into the series. 
I definitely want to try a lot of that because it's super interesting, but I'm much more obsessed with the, and I forget his name, forgive me, the main character's street food fair. There was at least one episode where he took some mashed potatoes and he wrapped them in the thick cut Sophie style bacon and then he coated it in some delicious sauce and he seared the whole thing so that the bacon crisped on the outside and at and he tied it up with string so that it wouldn't like fall apart and as the bacon crisped on the outside and created the juices the potatoes absorbed those juices and he like wrapped it in like rosemary and thyme or some other something and it was just fantabulous and it looked so simple and easy and like something that i definitely wanted to put in my face okay there we go i knew i'd get an answer eventually i knew we'd get there when you get me talking about anime it's hard to get (laughs) that's that's like a personal feeling of mine so let's move back into ramen no hold on well before we get into ramen oh um i thought that i'd stalled us too long I mean, hey, uh, uh, I feel like we're we're having a good time. I don't feel like stalling the good time. I know bam, we, bam, bam, yeah. Bam, uh, I don't. There, there were some things I wanted to talk about, especially moving into the season. One of the things that I'm happy that we're talking about ramen with is because it's it's a uh, perfect for the season right now. Oh, it's ramen season. I eat ramen year round. Every season is ramen season. For See, me, and so. you always joke about me uh, eating a soup all year long. But ramen for you is like the exception. And I'm not even trying to shade you. I wish you could see my face. He's dragging me. I'm really not trying to drag you. As a black woman, I have to protest. I just grew my edges in, and I really don't need you catching up my small hairs. You're dragging me by my small hairs, and it hurts. You're always accusing me of this attack. Mm And there's no mm. attack being made. No attack, and yet my small hairs is gone. I'm talking about you attacking me over my desires for soup, well, no I matter what the. <laughs> You're really the one that put me on to ramen. Um, if Yo, you go back to the, if I you go said... back to the beginnings of our relationship, yes. I was a little weary over. Uh, going out and for he's ramen. the bigger Naruto fan that's how I got him to do it I mean I've had and, and the thing is I've had ramen I've had good ramen uh before and that and that's so important to distinguish yes um but it wasn't something There's that ramen. I and then this good ramen it wasn't something that I saw myself really like going crazy over uh my, my buddy Jason Vega who's currently doing things with the uh latinx like video game festival yes the game developers of color expo yeah he's please check that out and shout outs to jason vega for that that was an awesome experience yeah he he's totally just making the video game world a better place and harlem has some great food stops that you should uh check out and um but he but me and him went out a uh, long while ago uh, for ramen. So that's probably my first time going out for ramen. But it wasn't until I was with you that I was going out for ramen on a regular basis. Oh, and yeah. I got to admit it, it changed my world. We got to hunt down the best ramen. Like my Ford, mm, my formative experience with ramen in the city was at 
it and i agree with it boasts to be the best ramen spot in new york city and in parts of japan it's called ichiran if you have the opportunity to get into ichiran go this episode is not about ichiran i would love to do a separate episode about ichiran i have said that we could do a whole subsection on just rating ramen spots but that's neither here nor there ichiran is the best ramen i've ever tasted in my life it is It's ridiculously addicting. The noodles are perfect. And best of all, all of my antisocial flowers, it you don't have to talk. You get to Ichiran, they silently hand you a menu. There's a pen in the cubicle with you. You circle the stuff that you want in your ramen and you press a button. The waiter comes over and rolls up a small screen. He takes your menu bows and leaves you pull the divider between you and the person next to you so you don't have to watch them eat because humans are savages the guy (laughs) then rolls your window back down when he's ready he rolls up the window he places all your stuff in front of you you never see this person's face you don't have to make eye contact it's not weird you only see their hands and lower torso and then they put their hands together bow and say itadakimasu and leave that's it (laughs) and then you just eat your ramen I'm unwilling to say they're the best ramen spot. Um, his experience was colored by the fact that he didn't have his own ramen and it was rather expensive. He needs his own ramen. I, it is the best. Well, I, I don't think you're in a position to say that it is the best. I think you're in enough position to say that it's the best you've ever had. And because you like ramen so much, I think you'd be willing to experiment and go out to more ramen spots to you know test to see if it's the best and find the best to the quest to be the best ramen um i was tempted to that say should where be we the went. name of our channel quest to be the best our search for ramen but, in new york city a belly of the beast production <laughs> i just really want ramen i'm sorry to cut you off i'm excited i understand that um i've been to i've i've been to what was it itchy itchy run i've been there um, I did actually have just like the 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 second drop of ramen because you could get you know you can order a second set of noodles to dunk into your broth if you're finished with your noodles. Um, and I got the second set because at the time I was not working, my friend. Uh, it and, was an expensive visit yeah. that we shouldn't have taken, but at we could definitely go back. And thirty dollars a bowl is still expensive for ramen, but. Oof. Wolf. Still worth it. No, but I but I'm interested in checking it out. I actually live by two ramen spots. Uh, like, one of which well, we're I, li- I, I live on today. I, I live I live by a, a few. I'm sure the man lives in the hub of the city. He lives near. I live in everything. the lower. I live in the lower east side, so I'm not far from. Which, ramen. if you've been checking the papers, is the latest hot up and coming area filled with. And forget wild. up and coming. It's already. It's a. It's a. View. It's official. It's a. It's, a, it's, a, it's officially a, a millionaire. Like yes, even now, that was it's, the, it's the million yes. dollar neighborhood. It's a it's a literal million dollar neighborhood he lives in. Meanwhile, I live right across the street from Project. This I'm jaded not, Puerto Rican. Living adjacent to the projects, projects adjacent. Yeah, they don't talk about that. No, they don't. White people move in; they pretty up the outside of your project so that it doesn't alarm yeah, that's, the people that, that, who moved in. That's a different podcast. And that's if you want to get into the socioeconomics yeah. of the Lower East Side, that's a different podcast. I say enough inflammatory shit elsewhere. Yeah, let's just fall let, back. Let's just stick with what we're doing right now. I, I, I live by uh, Nakamura, 
which is a very uh, well-respected, highly rated, decorated uh, restaurant. And I forget the name of the spot. Literally right next door to Nakamura. Uh, which it's focuses, like Nakamura too. They're owned that's by the basically same what it is. Uh, the same S guy something. runs it, and um, but they focus on brothless ramen. Oh, we uh, went there. We one. should go back there and we review it for the podcast. We, we I tell you, we could there. do a ramen run. We could. It could do a be like run. a six episode ramen run. We we can absolutely do that. I vote for calling it the ramen run because I like alliteration. I, I'm okay with that. Hashtag ramen run when the day comes. But <laughs> my point is, I've been to a couple of places. Christmas Robin Run. Um, I don't really have a favorite spot yet. Christmas Robin Run. No. Well, <laughs> uh, we we have we have uh, and one of the places that I went to, we went to, is close to me. Man, I, I'm losing it right now. You, you've been bugging me. <laughs> you have harassed me while I've, I've been, been getting the sentence him, out, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Been trying to get the sentence out for a while now, getting to but the now, point. But now the hooks of ramen run is in his mind. My point is, <laughs> I've been to a couple of places for like the fourth time I'm saying that, and I've yet to feel something that I say was, wow, this is absolutely the best bowl of ramen I've ever had. I, you know, this is We have it to go me. back to eat your ramen. It's okay. So, so, yeah, I'm down for a ramen run. I'm down. Why'd my voice get this high? I don't know, guys. Ladies and this gentlemen, is where we are. please, if you wish for a um, six to eight episode ramen run, <laughs> this belly will be crazy pleased about it. I've had ramen from Brooklyn to St. Mark's, and it is quite lovely. I've had ramen in Queens. I think I've had ramen in almost every borough. I need to get me some Staten Island ramen. Or no, there was a wrestling show you did in Staten Island, and I got ramen there. I don't remember that. I do. But um, the ramen in Staten Island needs work. You need to up your ramen game, Staten Island. Come now, join the rest of us. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> let's just talk about where we went because we're going ramen crazy. You know what? I think Alicia just really wants to talk about what we had and where we've been. We went to Zest Ramen. Uh, the main reason why we went, we're we're kind of regulars there now. Yo, it's and not it felt even unfair now, to not talk about it. Yeah, we're definitely, <laughs> yeah, we're definitely regulars. There's at least one lovely woman in there who just knows us. I like it got to the place we had to take a break from Zest Ramen. It got to the place we'd walk in and the lady would just be like, "Oh, it's Uncle Ramen and your your plan sake." And I would be like, "Yeah, girl, you know it." <laughs> oh. Um, this was Zest Ramen on 112 Eldridge Street. Uh, in Lower Manhattan, uh, I'll say the Lower East Side, but it's really in that. Uh, we're, we're we're kind of getting into that area where we're close to Chinatown. We're like, it's in that kind of region. That danger border. zone, if you will. It's that uh, danger zone. Nothing that 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 is nothing but a remarkable danger. place for everybody who has the pleasure of walking through there. Um. And another reason why we went there, aside from being regulars, and part of the reason why we're regulars, they've got happy hour. Oh, the that, place is actually affordable, ladies and gentlemen. If you've been yeah. listening to this show and despairing about how much money we spend, we've been despairing too. We're just <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I like we fucking do this, but with a tear in my eye. Yeah, because it's uh. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, 
So we've been uh, kind of despairing as well. We are, after all, contrary to whatever you guys believe. I don't know when you're listening to us. Maybe you're listening to this in the future when we're super popular and you've just gone back to our season one. But uh, I, just, I like those positive vibes. Shh, I'm, I'm projecting. <laughs> continue, continue, I'm projecting. Continue. In the future, this will be especially fun. Yes. Embrace this meta-ass moment. Anyway, so it gets better the longer it takes. But anyway... <laughs> So, like, it's cheap. The ramen is seven dollars. Nine. Nine dollars. <laughs> Every drink on the happy hour menu is like four dollars. That's correct. You can just go there. Enjoy. So are the appetizers. The appetizers are also four dollars. You can go in there with twenty dollars and come out fed. And that is something by itself that is getting rarer and rarer in this beastly city we call New York. I also find what's really pleasurable for me, I think with the exception of one time where we cut it like really close, even though it's in lower Manhattan and a lot of these restaurants are smaller now, they're micro restaurants. I feel like every time we went, we've been able to get seated like immediately with the exception of maybe one time and we still didn't have to wait that long yes um it's better especially since we're blowing it up literally on our podcast at the start of a happy hour so you should aim to roll in at zest at around three three thirty between three and four is the best time i think it I starts think. at four thirty it starts at 4.30. They're lenient with when it begins. I've rolled in at 3.30 and had the waiters just be like, it's happy hour. <laughs> They're sweet there. I really like the staff. They're very attentive. So your best bet is to roll in between 4 and 5. Around between 7 and 9, business really picks up. You might have to deal with a wait. But if you're rolling in at like 4, 4.15, 4.30, you come in, they sit you right down, they ask you what you want to eat. Yeah, that that happy hour is great for a late lunch or early dinner. Yes. Um, and, and I think that's a perfect suggestion because that area is—I don't want to say it's densely populated, but between between Grand Street and Delancey, there's a lot of traffic there, and as people walk up and down, whether they're bar hopping, because or there what are a lot you, of bars in that area it's a lovely area for you to hang out in a lot of people are hanging out you'll meet a bunch of new friends if that's what you're into but if you're just trying to live there it's a little wild yep and uh yeah so getting there early just makes sense uh we ordered on this particular day would you you got the tongue uh the tonkatsu i believe that i did get the tonkatsu i'm a regular for the tonkatsu this is really good i'm like because it has this black garlic oil in it i believe um and i'm obsessed with that it's delicious and savory and kind of spicy in all right ways and i'm just like give me it yeah, so the black garlic oil is. You and I are both very particular about our ramens, though. I got the show you normally. I, I get the sh- I got the show you this time because you normally get the show you. I love the show you. The show you ramen is a classic favorite. If you want to err on the side of safety at any ramen spot, order the show you. Yeah, I got the salt. Uh, I normally get the salt show you. Um, 
and I enjoy it very much. But mm-hmm. I got the regular one because of, you know, that's normally what you order. The it, the salt is good there. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, but we're very particular about our ramens. There are things that you don't like in your ramen, as there are things I don't like in mine. Um, just about all ramen comes with an egg in it. I don't want egg in my ramen. I just and don't y- like it. And you know, like I I need to take some of my wants with a grain of salt because I'm I used to be obsessed with the egg. But I also wasn't regularly taking my vitamins the way I should have been. And I was deeply deficient in several vitamins. And so I went through like a a long six month period where I was just like craving weird specific things. So that boiled egg in the middle of the ramen, I was obsessed with. I would want two eggs. I would be like, give me your egg. Soft boiled, I'll take it. The, the only time I ever want a soft boiled egg is in ramen. Other than that, keep your soft boiled egg. That is nasty. I don't want no salmonella. We are not in the UK. Our eggs are clean. <laughs> Yo, in the UK, you can do all manner of things with eggs. Their processes for keeping it clean are different and better. Like, we suck here. I'm not eating that. <laughs> but um, regardless, I am a little bit more turned off by eggs now. I only want the one egg. I could even scale down to half an egg. But it's just like, I do like the egg. It's what does surprising. it add for you? For our people who aren't maybe ramen eaters or, you know, yes. explain what the egg does. So the egg, I like it. Um, especially when like, I like eating it in segments. I don't like to just stuff a whole egg into my face. Like there are people who eat it like that, but what the egg does and the reason why having it be soft boiled is good is that it adds a depth and a richness and a smoothness to the broth that is really dope. So my favorite thing to do, and this is why the dish has to be at the proper temperature. Like your egg has to be at the proper temperature so that the yolk is soft enough, but it's actually properly cooked because like with your soft boiled eggs, that's super important. The broth can't be too hot because then it was, then it will continue to cook the egg in the bowl. And so, um, the best thing to do when all of the temperatures are correct is like you get some noodle in your mouth, you get a little broth, you take your first like bite of the egg, you get a little of the yolk and a lot of the shell. Well, not the shell, but like the white. And then you just let the egg yolk get into the broth and you mix it up so that it's even. But it's both liquid, so it just emulsifies really nicely. And what that does is it just makes the texture of the broth really, really silky and great. Awesome. That's a great way of explaining it. Yep. I, however, still don't want egg in my ramen. <laughs> in just short, not. it adds to the umami. <laughs> um, there's things you don't like in your ramen either. Yes. Um, I don't want the wood mushroom. I just don't love it. It's pretty much a, I like I'll eat it if it's there, but it's like a chore and the ramen is too good to be a chore. It shouldn't be a chore. Just take that out. Yeah, you're not a fan of the bamboo shoots either. No, I think bamboo tastes like fart. I'm sorry. <laughs> like it just yuck. Get the why. And it and it's it, it's annoying because it adds to the overall flavor and effect of the ramen in a way that I like. 
But if I were to make ramen, I would put like the bamboo shoots in a tea ball. And I would boil the tea ball with the rest of the ramen. And then I would extract the tea ball all in one go before I ever served it. Because I don't want to bite into bamboo ever. Meanwhile, I'm I'm fr- I'm fine with everything else. That's where we differ. Like she'll have the egg, I don't want the egg. I'll have everything else. She doesn't want those two things. Yeah. And it's just like like people get creative with their ramens. Like I don't usually want corn in my ramen if you offer that. If there are string beans, get them out. If you are one of are if you're one of those rare places who are just like, Oh, I'm gonna throw some bean sprouts into my ramen, get your bean sprouts out of here. I don't like bean sprouts. But your basic average Scallions, delectable, carefully crafted flavors, pork, umami. I'm just like, yeah, give me that. Now, we went two days in a row this time. Um, I don't remember why, if there was an occasion. um, But on the second time that we went, I took it upon myself not to get more ramen and instead just order a whole bunch of those appetizers because they're only four dollars. And I knew we were going to talk about it on the podcast. Yeah, it was time to so, try so, some new things. Yeah. Well, I, they weren't entirely new. Um, Gyoza is kind of a staple for you and I. Even uh, if we're not getting ramen, we're probably getting, like, if we're getting sushi, we're probably still getting gyoza. I'm very weak for gyoza. Gyoza's good. I Ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> um, also got some shumai, which for me, I, I'm, I'm more of a shumai lover than you. That's not to say you don't like shumai, but you don't fiend over it like you do for gyoza it's not that i don't even love shumai it's that i love gyoza more and my belly has very limited room ideally i would order both i love shumai actually but i i just always want the gyoza more the gyoza always edges it out as first in my heart facts on facts on facts like every time and whenever someone else orders it i'm just like oh my god i love you can i have one i love those but like will i order it i don't have a lot of space no, I'm getting the gyoza. We also got the pork bun. <laughs> I am not a pork bun guy. It's too bready for me. He doesn't like all these breads. It's uh, I it was good. Um, I want to say I may have had better. I'm 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 sorry to 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 shade yeah. zest like that because I do like zest ramen. Um, but uh, on the pork bun, I may have had better pork bun. I don't know. I wasn't particularly feeling the pork bun. It was good. I've had better. It's a shame because I've had the pork bun there before, and this wasn't even their best pork bun. I, too, wasn't really feeling the pork bun. It wasn't that the pork bun was bad. It was that everything else outshone it. It was pretty forgettable, and I don't think I even finished the pork bun. No, you passed it to me. Yep. You absolutely passed it to me. So the pork bun was definitely not a star in this showing. Oh, so sad. Yeah, it's a, it's. I don't know what was up. Like I, the pork bun is enjoyable. You should try it. See if they're having a good day with it. <laughs> now we've never actually discussed clams here before. We've had clams. I've taken picture of the clams and put them on uh, on the Instagram page. Yes, he uh, when really we went likes to Coney clams. Island. Yeah, I grew up. Eating clams, man, when dad would take me to Coney Island, uh, you know, that was something that me, mom, dad, we'd go and eat. Um, I'm not an only child, but my sisters came. Uh, I've got a big age difference between them. I'm, I'm 10 years older than the one and 11 years older than the one, actually, and 15 years older than the Those other. Those are his babies. 
yeah, <laughs> they absolutely are. And so, you know, when they, when they came along to the Coney Island, uh, you know, family journey, they also got put onto the clams. We're, we're a clam-eating bunch. Um, you know, so seeing that they had dollar clams there and... It's something that I never partook in while at Zest before. I definitely enjoyed myself on one of those two days we were there. They were some damn good clams. I hardly ever partake in clams. I'm kind of, like, scared of clams. Like, I mean, okay, so, like, brief aside to the scary people who do too much food research. You know what I'm thinking when anyone ever says clams. Like, they're nature's filters. They're the ocean's filters. And by proxy, that means they must be filthy. (laughs) Ew, clams. Like, what have you been filled? What am I just... But I mean, okay. On the one side, that. Like, But on the other side, it's just like, so if we eat them, do we gain their powers? Because I could use an immune system boost. I'm kind of fragile. And also, also, they're aren't delicious and so i was also thrilled but it was like this weird mixed feeling like dirty thrill like i don't ever indulge in too many clams like i'll have a clam or two and then be like all right i'm done i'm done no the cleaning darn you clams i don't know it's weird like i acknowledge that it's weird and i was full by the time the clams arrived so i was just like let me get like two clams yeah which is fine because the rest of mine i got the bigger belly he does We've also had fried chicken. Um, I did not know what to expect there. I, I thought I was getting chicken wings. So I, I guess I did have an expectation. I did not get chicken wings. Um, it was, I guess, the equivalent of chicken nuggets or chicken tender. They're very tiny. It was tasty. Um, not sure if it was. It, 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 it hurts to say that it's not worth the $4 because $4 is still a great price for an appetizer. But I feel like. I could have gotten more. I don't know. Still tasty. Just wasn't what I was expecting. So maybe that's just a little bit of disappointment affecting my review of it. Um, But I don't know. $4 and chicken. I mean, I could get... Like, I hate to compare it like I could get more from McDonald's. But, but like, I was just, you know, as a hungry guy, I just wanted more. That's, that's a little hard. Yeah. Like, like it's not like... I don't want to say McDonald's nuggets is better than a chicken. That's not true. But it's not. not. I was just kind of hoping for more, I guess, quantity wise. I don't know. I I just really wanted wings, man. (laughs) (laughs) Give me my wings. And they weren't that. They were definitely like a breaded. Yeah, it was a nice fried little. Nice little little thing with some scallions on top. It was cool. It was. You know, no complaints there. You know, just it was really the quantity, and I wanted wings. I know I'm be, I'm, I'm being a punk right now, and I and somebody I wanted wings. No, no, that's fair. People say that all the time, like on those like serious like cooking shows, like um, what is it? When they have table. those damn They're contests. Like, yeah, like when they have the contest. Scott, I really wanted wings. I expected this, and he gave yeah. me this, and it, it was would all be, right. right. But I wanted- <laughs> like it would be like if somebody came in a contest to like make a classic New York bacon, egg, and cheese, and they made, like, a, 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 
poached egg tartare with <laughs> bacon I really wanted to see what your imagination would create as you and gave us this example. Bacon mousse and like a, a saltine <laughs> wafer. Like, it's like, this, this is, is nice, this but is I really fancy. Wanted. And it's like you did bacon, egg, and cheese. Like, I smell the bacon, the egg, and the cheese together, but it ain't a bacon, egg, and cheese. Uh, I, like, I, I can't help but say that I fucking wanted a bacon, egg, and cheese. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, this is a beautiful skit Delicious. idea. This is a beautiful skit idea, and you should just, like, not... Say anything else. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> just, you know what? Let, let's just film this one day. And, I'll that, call it not a bacon, egg, and cheese. Oh, no. Oh, man. We'll talk about it more. No, say no more. Say less. Say less. Um, <laughs> I want to talk about two more things that we ingested into our system. And then we have to wrap it up because you hate it when we get... To an hour. You know what, though? It's dragging. You know, it, it's it's not that I hate that when we get to an hour. It, it's that I really wanted to, as a as a new podcast, as, as people who have not even hit a year yet, we're still babies in this podcasting journey. You know, I, I really wanted to try out to see, you know, whether people like the, the length of time of our podcast, more or less. But I think we're having a good time, so let's just roll with it. Yeah, you know what? I don't know. I think that the listeners, especially in these fledgling stages, I think that they crave something longer that they can dedicate themselves to during that commute home. Hey, man. If I'm crooning into your ears while you're on a train right now, give us a share. (laughs) Um, But the two things, the two things that, uh, we ingested before we move on and get ready to say our goodbyes. Uh, number one was the nigori, which was a sake. Uh, it got its namesake. Oh, the nigori. Okay. It got its namesake because of its cloudy appearance, uh, and, and it was very cloudy. Like I don't think I've had a sake that looked like that before because it was it's it's whitish or grayish. It, you know, I th- I think you asked me if there was milk in it. It's it definitely has that appearance, but it's um the it, reason I believe it has that appearance is because it's a rice wine, isn't yes, it? Yes, it is a rice wine. Okay, so I did think there was milk in it initially, but rice wines do have a cloudy appearance because they're rice based. Absolutely, and but that went down so good. Oh my goodness. Yo, honestly, we really enjoyed that. I, I was gonna say, honestly, fuck you. That drink was really, really lovely. I like. I think you. I love just, when I get cursed out for positive reasons. Oh yes, I mean, <laughs> you found something really good there. Like, I it, it was smooth. It was effective. It uh, tasted nice. Like I don't think I've ever had a smoother beverage. Actually. I don't know. All I know is when we normally go and we might get our wines, you know, she drinks her wine, I drink my wine, and we get sake, we split that. And, you know, that was a really good $4. I'll put it like that. This was a $4 thing, and it was effective for the both of us. Best happy hour option ever. Now, yeah. <laughs> uh, and And I think it was something that unexpectedly became the hit of the day not because none of the foods 
were up to par, but because we are regulars and we eat there so often, we know what we're expecting when we eat there. Oh, yeah. We were ready for what we eat. I think that's why we ended up going twice, because the first time we were just going because we missed the place, and then we were just like, hey, it's kind of stupid that we've never done this rebellion to beast. We should go back. <laughs> I do not sound like that. I do not. That is not my voice. That, that's actually, <laughs> funnily enough, that's me mocking me. The last thing, the last thing we put in our bellies. Actually, not even me. This is definitely something Alicia put in her belly. What? The mighty one kept all for herself. I had nay a spoonful. Uh, we have a tendency to stop by this other wine bar called Lena's, uh, which oh I only recently God. learned they're open in the mornings too because they're a coffee bar slash wine bar. Oh, we're and, going back in the mornings, bet, um, for some creme brulee and coffee. Yeah, and and that's the thing. Whenever we go, no disrespect for the people that do enjoy the food there, but we're never really there. We're never really there for the food. We're normally there for dessert and wine, you know, or or the cocktails of Roger. Yes, we adore. (laughs) So it, it was funny because I don't like Zest might be the one of the few places that we're regulars of because as i mentioned the happy hour you know and it's and it's proximity to where i live or the train station it's it just makes sense for us to go there um but because lane is so close we've been there two other times before and roger the bartender recognized us and what i was not expecting was for roger to be like yo where you been? Yo, because Roger, dead ass. G check the now. Like yo, that's accountability. <laughs> that's 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 how you keep your customers. I missed you, buddies. I forget. Where have you been? I forget where I heard this or read it. It was probably something that you were watching on, like either the Travel Channel or the Food Network or something. It might have even been uh, Bar Boss, and I hate Bar Boss, but that might have been where I got it from. Yeah. Um, and it was talking about you know, getting your customers in and keeping them there. And, you know, just general small talk. Hey, this is your first time here. You know, uh, you tell them next time you get like a discount or something. And then your second time there, maybe you you uh, give them something for uh, for free, like on the house. And we didn't get and we didn't get necessarily a discount the first time we were there. But the second time we were there, we actually did get one of the desserts uh, 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 free of charge and a drink. He gave us a dessert and a drink free of charge. Like he he didn't say free. I don't remember that, baby. He just slid that up there and he didn't say anything. No, I turned down an option. I I think he gave went to give me a shot of something because I didn't know exactly. It, it's uh, it's also a cocktail bar. It's not just a wine bar. They do have cocktails, and it's really a lit place. And I don't, I'm not familiar with all of my cocktails. So when I said, "Look, I don't know if I like this," and he came over with like a shot for me to try, and all I did was smell it, and was like, "Nope, I don't like it. Get it away." <laughs> and Alicia goes like, "Hey, you just missed that on a free shot." It's like I don't care. I don't like it that way. <laughs> but um, but now this would be our third time going over there, and he really did. I hate to be redundant, but exactly what Alicia said. Just kind of checked us. Like, yo, where you been? I haven't seen you in a while. And I had to make up a bullshit excuse. It's like, <laughs> yo, she lives in Queens. I hang out with her all the time. I, that's why we're not here. I mean, I don't know if that's a bullshit excuse. It kind of is. It's I live the in the area. Though. I'm not in Queens so often that I'm 
never in the area. Yeah, but look, it's usually somewhere we end up going together. Look, like, my excuse is I don't always want to go there and spend money on alcohol. Look, look, I understand that this is a restaurant podcast, but when we're drinking wine, nine times out of ten, in fact, we could even go a higher fraction than that, 19 times out, out of 20. <laughs> 19 times out of 20, I'm buying the wine at a liquor shop, and I'm bringing it back home. Because it's really, like, it's New York. The people are upcharging for the alcohol. And if you don't... It's the business. Right. It's, it's the, the business. nature of the business. They're upcharging for it. A glass of $18 wine, you could get the entire bottle, odds are, for a smooth $20. So, I've seen $8 bottles of wine jacked up to something like $12 a glass. Like I've literally seen. I mean, I mean that's the business. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not shading it. You know, this isn't anything new. You know it, listeners. You know it's true. They're gonna charge you this amount for a glass because they're trying to make their profit. Right. Whatever. Um. But but sorry, Roger. That's why I'm not there all the time. I would like to frequent uh, there as often as possible. Yeah, we love you, man. Um. You're dope. And, and I'll be back soon because the creme brulee is great, the lava cake's great. Shout out and to the you wine. Guys do coffee, so yeah, I'll be there in the morning. I'll probably be there more in the morning than than, than, than in the evening. I hope you guys do tea. Yeah, that'd be lovely. All right, so we are getting ready to wrap things up. Um, some things that I want to say before we break out: we finally hit the three hundred uh, uh, followers mark on Instagram. Yes, we did. Thank you. Uh, on, wait, so, on Instagram? On Instagram. We already That's hit it on a... Facebook, We've, uh, but now we hit it on Instagram. I'm grateful. I'm honored. I'm lucky. You're wonderful. Uh, and I appreciate it. Uh, I'm thank super hyped about it. Thank you for joining us, you ravenous beasts. Yeah, thank you to the restaurants who maybe were uh, you know, trying to get our attention. We're following you back. Thank you to the people. Most of you people were following you back, too, especially if you're like us and sharing food images of food if you do share some food hashtag belly of the beast let us uh let us see it make sure we see it by hashtagging us tagging us whatever you want to do i'll I, we'll look at it and if it's good maybe we'll go to the Add restaurant us, tag us individually it, it, it's all it's all good man when it, as as far as food's concerned this is a community i'm i'm down so i'm i'm very happy that we hit that 300 mark on instagram also uh we are hoping to extend our broadcast not this broadcast but maybe do some more food stuff on video not sure what it is we're formulating that plan uh if you're interested in that or you know keep uh keep an ear out an eye out for any updates we've already mentioned in the last podcast that we're headed to boston so if you're a boston listener or have been to boston and have any recommendations let us know about that as well yes in the comments um and I guess I don't I don't we don't really do a question of of the day or the week very often but I uh, I do have a question. This is based off of a shareable image and question we saw online. Um it was basically saying they're all about the Thanksgiving ham you could keep the turkey. Alicia feels otherwise. Oh. Alicia feels that we're being greedy. <clears throat> I think it is a little greedy. Like I think there's a time and place for everything. Like and I'm not saying there are not better meats than turkey that's indisputable you could definitely have lamb for thanksgiving you 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 could have roast chicken for thanksgiving you could do any number of things but it's just and i mean i suppose you could do ham both times but it's it's a, it's a little excessive 
they're like the Christmas ham is what rolls off the tongue. That's what you see in children's books. They don't talk about the Thanksgiving ham. They talk about the Christmas ham with all the fucking dressings. So save that motherfucker for Christmas. Leave something to look forward to, Lord. Don't just eat the same meal two times. You not sick? Like it's only a month apart. You save the ham. Yeah, just but save you, it. When 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 Scrooge, not Scrooge McDuck, although they did his version too. But when they were talking about, you know, the Christmas beast, I don't think they were talking about ham, man. I think they had, I think they had some turkey then, or maybe it was goose. It I was don't know. turkey, <laughs> and goose yeah. is another traditional one. But I, I mean, guess it's a regional thing. talking about no Charles Dickens. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway. then who's in Whoville carved up that Christmas, that roast Christmas beast? That was a ham-shaped beast, ladies and gentlemen. So I, I don't mean to put my sister on blast because it's not just her. Me and my my other, you know, I got two sisters, and it's me too. We 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 all felt the same way. We hated going to other people's houses on Thanksgiving, uh-huh. and you know, you try to bring, you know, kind of potluck atmosphere. You know, you bring some food too. You're not just going empty-handed. My father would just tend to bring ham over there. And we would be angry because it's like, it's like, yo, stop giving up the ham. The ham was our favorite part. Like me personally, I like some penny. I'll take some penny over ham. Um, No, I want both. I will never choose. I mean, I mean, I mean, I want both, but like. Give me all of your pork based dishes. Penny is, uh, um, that's a little more difficult for my father to cook. You know, that's going to take some time. Whereas, you know, you can get some pre-cooked. Uh, um, ham And see this is why I say and, what I say Because yeah, you know what It doesn't have to take all the time Dad just needs a pressure cooker <laughs> Just get the penny done bro, baby Just get it done Just throw it in the pressure cooker Take this black lady wisdom Get you a pressure cooker Lock okay. the lid oh, Okay darling Okay And then but, just um, get your bare claws And shred the meat I, You know I, I can't wait to try your penny Since it's so easy so easy for you to make. Oh, I, that, I look forward to you making some penny. That sounds like that sounds like a boring challenge. That does sound that like that is a, indeed a, a challenge. Some shade there, but I raise you one that I will figure it out and do it okay. because you've tasted my steak and it blew you away and spoiled oh, you I absolutely for steak. Love so that that chimichurri, so, cracks knuckles. Still, I've been black my whole life. I'm experienced in the ways of pork. Challenge accepted. I'm looking forward to it. Anyway, this started out as a question, so and not um, a challenge. Uh, so, listeners, tell me, are you pro Thanksgiving ham? Are, we, are are you willing to dump the turkey and bring in that sweet sweet ham into your household for Thanksgiving? Yo, are you willing to take an innocent and sweet ham into your <laughs> home. or is for it for this christmas season or open is it, your home or is it dubs on the ham and and ham needs to know its place also if you're not a pork eater this question clearly is not for you i mean you can answer with whatever smart ass answer you're gonna give you, take <laughs> you got the freedom of speech beyond ham into your home this christmas season and if and you know what if you're neither, what do you eat? If it, uh, you know what vegans, tell me what you eat. You, you got that tofurkin, uh, tofurkey, to tofurkin. <laughs> I imagine if they got a turducken, you know, you could have a three fake meats shoved oh, in one. I don't know. I never thought about that. Let me know what you got. Let me know what you're not. Anyway, 
Uh, that's about it. I think that wraps us up. So we've certainly uh, been talking long enough. Yeah. So you know what to do. If you like this broadcast, share it. Share it with all your friends. Follow our uh, channel on Anchor or on Spotify or on Google or on Apple. Basically, wherever we are, give Stitcher, us a follow. Breaker. Yeah. Google Podcasts. Follow Podcasts. Us. Uh, like our pages, you know, you can see us on Instagram and Facebook and Don't forget Twitter. to rate us on Facebook. Yeah. On uh, Twitter and on Instagram, you can find us at Belly of Bob on Facebook. Just look up Belly to Beast, but I believe we also have an at that you can look up if you at uh, Bob's Beasts. Is that it? Yes. that Our Facebook is at Bob's Beasts. Our Twitter and Instagram are at Belly of Bob. Feel free to add us whenever you find any delicious food. Or if you're sitting in a restaurant and you put something into your face and you think to yourself, my God, if the mouth could orgasm, tag me instantly. Tag Belly of the Beast instantaneously. You made it through this whole episode without the mouth could orgasm, and you just found a way to shoehorn that in. I didn't even in. mean to. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, <excuse> me. <laughs> anyway, it's about that time. You know we're about to say, you have survived. The Belly of the Beast. See you next time. Ciao for now. Ciao for now.